Good morning and welcome to On The Pace. Michael Guerin joining you for the next 30 or 35 minutes or so to talk all things harness racing. That will include an update on harness racing in the state and where we see things going COVID-wise with John Dumasey in around 10 minutes' time from now. A meeting just being conducted by Harness Racing New South Wales to discuss COVID, so we will talk to John about what was coming out of that meeting. The good news today is we have a race meeting with Goulburn. We have a small card there, just the six races, but a chance for Harness Racing fans to back a winner, a man who has a couple of winning chances there today, although a couple of others are scratched, is Scott Hewitt. Scott, thanks for taking the time to join us this morning, mate. No worries, Nick. Thanks for having me on this morning. Um, let's talk about Goldburn at the moment. Um, we know the whole state's in a little bit of pain. How is your day-to-day life ticking over with the COVID restrictions? Is it not too bad when you're, you're living a bit far from the centre of Sydney or is it encroaching on how many takeaways you can buy? Yeah, well, we've only really just got back from a Queensland campaign last week, so um, it hasn't really affected us too much, but pretty lucky that uh, Goulburn could get a meeting together and, and still give people around this region somewhere to give their horses a run and like everyone I suppose we're just taking it week by week and day by day but so far no complaints anyway I see Scott you nominated a couple of horses which you have scratched is that a case of you put a few horses in they ended up obviously having to group the races together and some of them maybe ended up in stronger races than they needed to be in um, well the two year old sort of you know there was only four noms so to give them a run um, wasn't the ideal option, but they've they've got a take on the older horses today. Um, but the other three, they uh, unfortunately got stuck in Queensland for a few more days than I would have liked, and um, they've only turned up yesterday afternoon. And just the way they've they've um, shown up this morning, you know, they're they're just not quite right. And I think it's only fair to the owners and and the horses that they don't go around today, but. Um, the two-year-olds that are in, they uh, they come home with me last week and they seem nice and bright. But, um, yeah, we'll get a run into them today and see what happens from there. How did you find Queensland, Scott? Because um, most of the participants I've spoken to, whether they had the results they wanted or not, and obviously you had some good ones, um, they loved the carnival. They loved the idea of heading there for winter, um, lockdowns and COVID aside. It seemed a very successful carnival. and It seemed to have a really good feel about it. Yeah, well, a bit like everyone, I suppose. Um, it was a lot harder this year. Um, a lot more quality went up. A lot more, I suppose, variety of trainers went up. Um, so that obviously made things a lot harder. But um, on a whole, I'd say, you know, that you'll see a lot more people probably going to do this through the winter. Um, the, the winter carnival up there has just gone ahead in leaps and bounds this year. But I can only see it getting a lot stronger again next year. Um, and even the way bonus systems are up there, I think um, you'll see a lot more people buying youngsters and, and probably spending a lot more time up there than just the winter. Um, yeah, things are going ahead really good in Queensland. Mate, good to hear. Good to hear that we've got a, a winter outlet. Let's talk about today. So you're racing on the local track. For those who don't follow a lot of harness racing, Scott, um, Goulburn seems a very fair track. It seems to be a track where, like most of the major tracks in New South Wales now, you you can still come from off the speed. It may not be the same size as Manangle, but it seems to race pretty fair. Yeah, it's a, um, probably one of 
well, I suppose it's close, so that obviously makes it a favourable track to go to. But I think you'll hear, you know, a majority of people say it's a very fair track. Um, you get a few leader bias tracks, but you'll see a fair few winners come from wide at Goulburn. So um, just like all races, depends how they run, but every horse seems to get their chance there. Mate, you mentioned your two-year-olds. The first of those goes at 2.33. The meeting kicks off at 1.52, but the first race you're in, 2.33. Race two, number one, Marvella. Only had the one start uh, up in Queensland. Looks a decent type of two-year-old, and it's not the strongest up to rating 47 in the world. Uh, what do you make of it from barrier one? Do you have the wherewithal and the mental ability for that horse to hold up from barrier one and therefore make things easier for itself? Um, well, he's a horse. He, he sort of missed a bit of his, his early prep um, through injury, and he's had to learn a lot in, in one prep, and he done done that well in Queensland. He um, he trialled and qualified, and although he was a bit green there, I thought he raced a lot better his next start. Um, he left the gate well. He, he likes to come out, um, but he showed some manners and, and took a sit. So uh, I'd like to leave quite quick today if I can and um, it wouldn't worry me if he's in front I think he's probably got the ability to to uh, lead up and, and be strong enough um, obviously if he's going to cop too much pressure we'll have to look at plan B but um, yeah overall I think he, he likes to leave the gate well so I'll let him run out and, and just see where we end up Mate third on the card you also have a two year old and Zinzina um, bred to be good it's actually a very fast family. She's had a few runs considering she's only two. Obviously the seasons have changed now. So she's she's been through a Bathurst campaign and, and raced in the consolation of the Tiara. Um, I would have thought she might be a bit too quick for most of these today. Uh, yeah, she's one of them little fillies that she's always done everything right. Um, although she played up at um, Bathurst um, early on. Probably not her own fault. But um, I think she's probably going to make a better three-year-old, but at this stage, she just does everything right and a pretty good racehorse. And um, I reckon we'll just see the same as her, you know. If she wants to leave the gate today, we'll let her and, and just see where we end up. But um, she's probably got enough speed to, to sit off them and, and pick them up, but we'll just see how she is early. Um, she's actually quite fresh here at home, so she need to run just to bring her back down a notch. But I think, um, yeah, both of them will benefit from the runs today. I would have thought being an art major out of a bit is the nightmare and from a very fast family. She, she looks like the type of horse who will do the job and go on with the job. Yeah, well, she's always given me that feel. She could always do everything I asked of her early. Um, but each time she's gone out and come back in and had another prep, she, she's improved a lot and probably got a bit more speed and, and a little bit stronger. But her last run at, up in Queensland, which was her only run up there, she ran into a couple of good colts and... I think the second horse out of that, he'd come out and won a Group 1 at his next start. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sort of disappointed, I suppose, if she didn't run a good race today. But, um, yeah, as long as she does everything right and, and we can look ahead to the Breeders' Challenge with her, I hope. Scott, you uh, you would have had to lump a few horses in with nominated horses and just sort of see where it all panned out today. One of those was Armour Naughty. As you said, it's been scratched after coming back from Queensland a bit late, but pretty tough day at the office for horses who sort of lob into the up to one twenty race today, and they end up against Ignatius. Um, I suppose it's just the way the, the geography of the whole situation was. But 
Yeah, it's a pretty tough day at the office for those horses who want them there a four horse race today. Yeah, well, I suppose like everyone in the current circumstances, we're quite happy just to put them in and give them a run and see what happens. But um, yeah, I know if you're James Rattray, you'd be laughing that you can get a run into a horse like that so close to home for him as well. Um, but yeah, probably wouldn't have been the end of the world if she had to race him. You know, she racing open mares wherever she goes um, and that fast class grade but yeah one like Ignatius it'll, it'll have them stretching their necks out today Alright Scott um, we've got racing at least going ahead dear today talk about what's ahead for you for the for the, the rest of the immediate future next couple of months you've got breeders challenges and those sort of things coming up um, what have you brought back from Queensland and what are you looking forward to the most? Um, well we sort of had a few old horses go amiss when we got to Queensland and, and had to move a few on while we are up there. So it lightened things off quite a bit back here. Um, we've still got um, a bunch of young ones in work and sort of a few yearlings that'll come in and, and start doing a bit. But um, I think by the end of the week, there'll be about 15 in work here. So that'll be a, enough for my, myself and my wife. Um, but yeah, just look look ahead to Brady's Challenge with a couple and just a few homebreds here that we we'd like to get racing and try and pick up a couple before Christmas time but other than that mainly just poke along and, and work a new team of young ones really Scott Goulburn's a place we know well in the harness racing world but we, we probably don't understand quite how many sort of horses are trained out there um, obviously we know there's Brad's got horses out there, David's got horses out there, obviously Jimmy Rattray and the Days have got horses out there what would be the biggest stable out your way um, I'd probably say uh, Dad and Brad trained together. Um, they got up around that 30 mark, and I suppose between Amy and Neil, um, Neil Day, they get up to something like that as well. Like around the Goulburn area, they'd have to be upwards of, you know, they'd have to be 60 or 70 horses there trained on the track. And, and then you get a few blokes that travel that have got, you know, three or four and, and travel them into town and hobble them. But um, just around the the area here, you know, like Crookwell, where out where we are, where we've got our few, and there's a few that get trained in town, and Dennis Figger's not that far from us. So you start adding all them people up that are travelling there today, you know, pretty much all locals. Um, it's quite a strong area when everyone's in full swing. It's going to be a strange experience today, mate. Our first race goes at 1.52. Um, obviously, there's no spectators on track, no owners, and only six races. It's going to be about maybe 30 people there. It's going to feel like a trials meeting, but yet it's going to be a trials meeting which is going to be on Sky One and there's going to be plenty of gambling going on. Yeah, well, I suppose it's something that we've got quite used to over the last 12 months on and off. Um, at this time last year, we had to travel to different regions and probably regions that we weren't quite familiar with and tracks and stuff like that, but people just got used to it. And, and owners, I think, have got quite used to having to watch their horse go around on the TV. But the main thing is we can still earn money and, and people can still have a punt. And it's really one of the only industries that have kept going and COVID hasn't affected it too much, although it's had its times. But um, yeah, overall, I suppose, everyone's happy enough just to keep poking along the way they are. Mate, it's good to have you on this morning. Glad to hear things are okay after the trip from Queensland. Uh, for, for the listeners listening this morning, 
If you're going to have one bet, and I know you're not betting, but we are. Race two, Marvella, or race three, Zenzina. Who should we should we be having a crack on? Um, both really nice horses, and I've got a lot of time for the pair of them. But I'd have to say, Marvella from the draw. He looks like he's probably got his chance to make his own luck a bit. And if you know, if he's not in the spot where I want him, well, he, he's. I think he's got the ability to get out and and win the race. Just on mate, we appreciate your time today. We appreciate your time today, Scott. Thanks for joining us, mate, and good luck this afternoon. Good on you, Mick. Thanks for that. Okay, that's Scott Hewitt, Mar Marvella, for those who want to bet. Only a dollar eighty, but it's a very small field. So fixed odds, tab.com.au, one point eight for Marvella. Let's get it to the boss of Harness Racing New South Wales. John Dumasey is on the phone. John, thank you for joining us again this morning. Uh, my pleasure, Michael. Mate, I believe there was a meeting today where I'm sure COVID was discussed heading forward. Um, what are the main regions of interest or worry for us right now at the moment? Uh, right now at the moment, uh, the Western Districts is uh, is a concern as it is uh, for all of the community with um, the outbreak, as we well and truly know with Dubbo. Um, it, as of yesterday, I understand there were 27 new cases there, six uh, new cases in, uh, or six cases, not new, in, in Bathurst and uh, Parks recording a a single case as of yesterday. So with our racing uh, focused on those three centres in the Western Districts, we're, we're really keeping a watchful eye on where we are. Now, tonight, um, Harness Racing, the management group, will meet with the Dubbo Club via Zoom, of course, and we'll talk about the way forward uh, for the club to conduct me meetings in Dubbo and also for participants to be able to uh, race. Um, we're really protective of, of, you know, people mixing uh, that come from a hot spot and, and, and we can be criticised rather easily there because of the situation in Sydney. But Sydney, of course, is is one big lockdown area. Whereas in the um, centre of the state, we've, we've got distinctly different areas. John, we have a really strong meeting. Um, I know it's a strong region, but regional racing at Bathurst tends to be very strong. We've got a $10,000 free for all there this week, and it's, it's going to be a beauty on Wednesday night. Is that meeting in any danger at all at this stage? Uh, not at this stage, no, not at all. Um, as I said, we we are distinctly different between what we what we encounter in in, in the Greater Sydney, um, but in, at the same time we can uh, move that along. Uh, we've continued to race in the Hunter, the Lower Hunter, uh, under similar circumstances, so we see no no issue at all um, with Bathurst. Um, but we will monitor what comes out um, today, tomorrow and as, as late as Wednesday as to what we do um, with that Bathurst meeting. But um, it, it's, it will proceed um, as we see it right now. The Breeders' Challenge is obviously crucially important to so many people in New South Wales, John. Any changes to how that's going to go ahead at the state? No, not at all, um, other than, if need be, the venues at which uh, races are currently scheduled uh, may need to move. Um, that would be a last step, of course, but they would only move if there was um, a, a abundantly clear reason why we're not racing at that track. So uh, I, I encourage and suggest that uh, trainers um, and, and owners work towards 
uh, the program for those Breeders' Challenge horses um, as if it will be run because the good part about the Breeders' Challenge, it is regionalised. So um, we are working within the region. So uh, there will certainly be no racing outside of the regions for horses uh, in those heats and we'll have to... um, see what the nominations come in at the time as far as conducting the heats. But, uh, no, it, it's all, all, all systems go there. John, just to explain that to people who, who aren't big harness racing fans listening to this, you say a regionalised breeders' challenge. Does that mean the finals won't be held outside of the regions at Menangle at this stage? And no, they, it will, they, the finals will be where they are traditionally, at Menangle. Uh, but but as we know, the lead up, the heats right through until mid October are, are run in regions. So we'll continue down that path. Okay, and, and then we are hoping that either a we're under different lockdown, or b we can transport the horses to Menangle to race in the finals, like we do now, which means that people would stay in certain parts of the stables and barns in different regions. That that would work. Uh, that's right, but of course, um, with regionalised ra- racing, um, nobody from outside of the metropolitan Greater Sydney area races at Menangle any longer. That's why we've got that $10,000 uh, free-for-all on at Bathurst on Wednesday. There's there's a fast-class race at Goulburn today. Um, short fields, no doubt, but we've got to give those horses an opportunity because they are the horses that um, some of those horses will certainly be um, uh, targeting the Inter-Dominion, which is coming up and, and commences in November. All right, John. Um, I'm sure a lot of people get emails from Harness Racing New South Wales from time to time, and without being rude, they probably ignore them, like all of us ignored certain emails at different times, and I'm sure people don't check the website every day. But at the moment, I believe the message from you guys is you need to be doing that. You need to be paying attention to the information that is being handed out, because otherwise people may not be aware of changes to programs, to racetracks, and even to restrictions. Um, and they're very important. Um, yes, we 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 can be accused of um, uh, over committing our participants to reading instructions or um, directions, but um, it, it is important. Uh, there'll be some important ones come out this week. Uh, we we're seeking just a little bit more clarity from this morning's meeting on the permit system uh, within the Greater Sydney area, not so much uh, the outer Sydney, but within the Greater Sydney area, which we believe if it if it runs to where we think it is, um, but we want clarity, we do not want to break the health orders, uh, we can see that um, the racing in Sydney will return uh, more like uh, what it was before we had the, the LGAs of concern introduced. So that's, a, that's an important measure. Uh, trainers should keep an eye on that because we don't want anyone to miss an opportunity of where they uh, may be able to nominate who may be able to drive their horses. So that is is really important. Um, But as I say, we're seeking clarity on that. Um, What what can I say? Vaccinations are very, very important. Um, We hear government officials say over and over again, they could be the the ticket to the future. So I encourage people, if they get the opportunity, and I know in the southwest of Sydney, where most of our participants are, that uh, the opportunity to be vaccinated uh, is, is well and truly there. And we... We look carefully at what is happening with other industries, such as the construction industry, and changes that the government have made there. But but we look at um, we look at our own industry and see the best way forward to not only protect our participants, protect our industry, and make sure we can keep racing. 
John, it's a question I ask you every week at the moment, and I'm sorry to have to keep asking it, but of course the Inter-Dominions are on late November, December. We're intending on holding those unless something disastrous happens. How late can the call be made over whether we can still take the Inter-Dominions to a Bathurst and to a Newcastle? Is that something we can decide as late as two weeks out from the event? Because obviously to plan for those meetings and to plan for hopefully having crowds and people at those meetings, if that's even possible, those clubs can't just turn that around in a day, can they? No, they can't. But uh, one thing I will say that the nominations close on the 27th of September for the Inter-Dominion. I strongly recommend to everybody um, to nominate because getting in after the 27th is an expensive exercise. But to nominate, we will be in a, in a better position at that stage, uh, the beginning of October, to make other plans. But, but we've, we've already got a lot of plans in place that can be switched on or switched off, depending on what's uh, upon us at that time. So, so the planning is continuing. The racing of the Inter-Dominion will be held unless we're not racing at all. But um, we've got plans A, B, C and even D as to where we are at that stage because uh, we, like everybody else, we are not aware of what will transpire in the, t- in the time leading up to then, but we're ready for them when they do happen. John, thank you again for joining us today. I look forward to an on-the-pace in weeks or months from now. We don't have to talk to you on a Monday and get an update on COVID and how it affects our industry, but... We're racing at Goulburn today. We're racing at two different joints tomorrow. That's good news, John, and the show goes on. Yes, we'll certainly try every bit to conduct those meetings. As we see, Goulburn, six races today, but there is a meeting and there are participants there. Albury, six races tomorrow. There is a meeting and participants will be able to earn there. So as long as we're compliant and everyone needs to be compliant, and, and whatever we do, we can't compare ourselves to the thoroughbreds or, or the greyhounds. We all have different businesses, different business models to run and, and different uh, restrictions on us. Uh, we are racing at, at Menangle, for example. Um, you'll see that uh, Racing New South Wales has moved uh, their meetings, um, quite a few of their meetings, outside of Greater Sydney. So... We, we're dealing with it as we can. There's no racing at Wentworth Park, for example, also. So um, people need to uh, take a stock of where, where, we, where we are and how we best look after the harness racing industry. You're the man for the job, John. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, Michael. Bye for now. That's uh, John Dummers. He's the boss of Harness Racing New South Wales. As he said, we're racing at an angle tomorrow, and a man who's going to be busy there is young Jack Callaghan. Jack joins us on the phone. Good morning to you, mate. Good morning, Mick. How are you going? Mate, I'm well, thank you, buddy. Look, um, I know, obviously, the boss is away. Luke McCarthy can't be driving at the moment, which is uh, probably a good thing for you. You've got a couple of nice drives tomorrow. Let's t- go to race two tomorrow. So this is an angle tomorrow afternoon. You're driving a pretty nice horse, an elder Baron Gravani. Uh, looks like it's going to be hard to beat in this race. Yeah, she's a, a American bred man that's come over and been uh, ultra Ultra impressive recently. Um, she's a nice, bold front running type, and she looks hard to beat again tomorrow. Uh, how are the manners on her, Jack? Because she hasn't had a whole bunch of starts, but the last two wins, but if you the last one, was, was super impressive. So it looks like it's only the manners that could get a beat. Yeah, she's really good, really well gated there. Uh, a lot of the American breed is. Um, she can get a little hot at times, but. Uh, Sticking to that mile trip and 
just keeping it happy. It seems to be working at the moment. Jack, are you driving a horse at the moment? I'm actually swimming one. Okay. <laughs> I could just hear it breathing in the background. Good news, this is pretty regular and it's breathing. On to the fourth tomorrow. You're driving Taruna Bromac for Narelle McCarthy. She's got two in the race. Um, any chance, Taruna? Uh, yeah, sometimes these races can be a bit difficult with Don Boston in it to you know, uh, work out a speed map, but the horse that's dropping in grade, um, I know the camp's got a nice opinion of it, but um, probably hasn't been performing quite up to its best, so hopefully we can look for an improved run-up. Mate, sixth on the card, you're driving New Yorker. Good win last time, but a tricky Bowery draw tomorrow, and it's actually not a bad deal. Yeah, he was really good last week. Um, showed a lot of good gate speed and was able to put himself on the front. He was really green out there, but uh, when I roused on him around the turn, he really picked up and won well. So seems to have come through the run really well, and I think he should be hard to beat again tomorrow. Mate, you're on one for David Aiken in the seventh on the card tomorrow. Aiken's got two in the race. You're on has the courage. Um, not much fun with the barrier draws here, barrier nine. No, that doesn't help, but uh, first up, David tomorrow, and I spoke to him on Saturday night, and he said he's pretty happy with his work, so hopefully uh, the stable change might switch it on a little bit, and we can look for an improved run. Mate, you're last on the card. You drive Stickman, another one from New Zealand for Belinda. Um, look, looks a decent enough horse, but it's quite long odds in this race. Has it been disappointing lately? Uh, his first run was maybe a fraction disappointing, uh, although he did only get beat a nose. Um, his work's been really good. I think it's just taken a little bit of time to build into that race fitness. Uh, Ash Hart drove him last week and he went a lot better, so his sectionals are really good. And um, I think he's definitely got a chance in that race. All right, Jack, uh, thanks for joining us this morning, mate. What's your best chance of driving a winner tomorrow at Manangu? Uh, it'd have to be out of Aaron Rabani Mink. She's a nice progressive man, I think. She's got a bright future. Mate, you're doing a super job. You've got a bright future too. Don't fall in the pool. Good luck with the swimming. Thanks, mate. That's Jack Gallahan. He drives tomorrow at Menangle. You can hear that horse breathing in the background. Horses, when they go for a swim, usually swim about 15 minutes or 20 minutes, and it's a great way of getting them fit. As you can hear from those lungs pumping away without having any stress on the joints. That's on the pace this morning. Thank you for joining us. Stay safe wherever you are. That's a tricky time for everybody. I'm in lockdown too, but we're all in this together. I feel like having a bet. Goulburn, race two today. Number one, it's not paying much. Marvella, but Scott Hewitt was confident at 1.8. We'll be back with On the Pace on Wednesday morning at 10.30 with Brittany Graham. On Sky Sports Radio, the traffic report.